you hear me? Yes, ma'am. You can hear me, right? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Hey, Sophie. Thank you. Hi guys, and uh, welcome to Friday Night Fights. As you know, I'm Zeleni. And I'm Wendy. Uh, tonight's format is a little bit different due to certain circumstances. We're in different spots, but we're still here chatting it up with you guys. Um, we still want to know everything you have to say and opinionate on our topics tonight. Before we start, remember we don't have the copyrights to any of the music. Um, none of the topics that we discuss or the show is intended for children under the age of 18, unless you allow it. What else am I missing? I think you got it all. Right? I think so, too. And if not, well, oh, oh, well. <laughs> Someone who was. <laughs> Just kidding. Please don't sue us. We're poor. No nakedness tonight. No, I don't think the topic calls for it. I mean, if the topic no. calls for it, I mean, we have to abide, you know. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, how drunk am I while we're doing this? <laughs> just kidding. That's my friend. Now, remember, guys, I'm looking at one camera, and I'm also looking at what you say. So you'll constantly see me turn. And so will Wendy, because normally we turn to each other. She'll look forward, and then I'll look at the screen. Um, so you'll kind of get us going back and forth differently. Wendy, what are today's topics? I know. Well, um, I did want to say our format did change a little bit as well. Do you want to explain now what we're doing? What do you mean? Because we're on Twitch too? No. How we're picking the topics. Oh. So um, you guys will submit your topics on, my, I guess, Monday now, right? Yeah. Monday till Tuesday. And Tuesday evening, we will randomly choose the that week's topics depending on the submissions. We'll just put it all in a hat or a wheel generator or however we want to do it. Yeah. Call for the universe to pick it. Doesn't matter, but yeah, that's how we'll choose our topics. I think so. Because it just kind of gives the reality of you guys send your submissions and how we pick them. It's not just that we're going to go with whatever is best or whatever. It's, it comes up randomly. Um, as we normally do, we start our show with a shot. Do you have your shot ready? I do. I got this little baby thingy. Aww. It's um, Smirnoff Zero Sugar Infusions Lemon and Elderflower. Oh, that that sounds good. And did you say it sounds healthy? Did you say <laughs> it's, it's, it has no sugar? Yeah. Oh, maybe I need to try that. <laughs> um, let us know what you guys are are drinking, guys. We do want to know. I am. Wait, drinking, what are you drinking? I am. Oh. I'm drinking pasoa. Normally, oh, okay. I like drinking it with orange juice, 
Um, it's something that I picked up. Well, I didn't pick up. In Puerto Rico, I was standing in a line, and the guy had a really nice, pretty drink. And I was like, oh, what is that? Let me know. And he was like, oh, you have to try it. So I tried it, and I loved it. It's not passion fruit, right? It's passion fruit, yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. So ready, everybody? Yes. Um, let me pour mine out. Crack it open. Oh, yes. I thought, you, I thought you were going to drink it straight from the bottle. Oh, well, then, I don't know. I just wanted to cheers because you got a cup. <laughs> so I'm being with you. <laughs> I'm being all. Mm. That's good. Do you have um, your mixed drink ready? We always start with our drink as well. Yeah, I know. Um, since you're not here, I didn't feel like making a picture of a mixed drink, so I'll, I just got wine. <laughs> Sounds good, because I was just going to make up some some um, random thing, but it's really, and be like, oh, yeah, it's margarita mixed with the peach. No, I already bought it pre-made. It's <laughs> peach margarita mix. I don't know. I will I'm not a wine drinker, but I'm trying to make myself a wine drinker. So every time I go, I try to like pick a bottle that I think I might be interested in. And I just try it. This one is Menage a Trois. Mm. The name got me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say. It's a sweet white blend. So hopefully I like it. We'll see. I hope you do. Well, mine is, um, can I get that bottle? Get that one. Thank you. Mine is obviously, it's the 1800 tequila margarita mix, and it has peach in it already. So guys, ah. if it's something, they have it in um, lime or lemon and peach. I really like peach and I like lime. I don't, I don't discriminate, but it's a great already pre-made drink. All you have to do is pop ice in it. Um, Jose Cuervo has a mango one, too. <laughs> Sorry, that was unexpected. <laughs> that was quite funny. Oh no, we lost her. I'm back, I promise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. I yeah, I my cat decided to pull on the cord. <laughs> but um, as I was saying, Jose Cuervo has like a mango one and I think they also have peach. Or maybe it was 1800, I don't know. I usually grab different flavors and mix it together. Okay. Maybe that's, maybe we could try that for the next one. I like mango. All right. So let's get into our topics tonight. The topics that your wheel generator, which I love, um, I got more ice, was, which one do you want to start off with? Let's get the boring one out the way according to Amy book re recommendations. Oh, your daughter said that. It, book recommendations is 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 not a big topic but if we incorporate a lot of stuff that have to do with books it's really important because you may not like to read but i don't know if a lot of you know what you should know because we're in the 2000s um audible audible actually oh, yeah. reads the book to you and it has different um voices that reads the book to you so you get a, dis a different like if it's a male it'll be a male voice and then if it's a female, you'll get a female voice. So, I mean, that's I can't listen to a story. That you might want to... You can't? No, I. there's something about, like, was... 
I was part of two. Go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I guess we have like, like, <laughs> no, there's something about like, I can listen, yeah, but after a while I end up zooming out. Oh, well, no, see, you got to get a good book. It has to be a really, really good book. That's why I like to read um, ex exotic or erotic books. I um, <laughs> suspense, thriller. But generally, the first category is what I like to read because it keeps your interest. You don't want to listen to something boring. You want to listen to something good. He drags her across the room. He throws her here. I mean, that's your like, like you can just picture it in your head. So I have a question. So when the book is like, and she moans, do they moan too? Or do they like moan out that she's moaning? Or? No, what, oh. what they'll say is like, she moans. And you're kind of li like, you can picture yourself being the person that moans. Oh, I prefer, I, honestly, I love the feel of book in my hand and just reading it. I'm not a crazy about ebooks, but I can deal with that. I just need to see the words. Even when I watch movies, I need the subtitles on. Oh, no. that That's so weird to me because you're going to be constantly constantly looking at the words and missing what what's going I on. I must be movie. used to it because I have no problem. <laughs> if the subtitles are not on, I'm like, something's missing. What's going on? Do you guys like to read? We want to know. Do you guys read? Do you like Audible? What kind of books do you like to read? Um, I was in two. I've, I've been in two book clubs in my in my life and I totally love them you get to pick random books that are either in um have really good ratings and whatchamacallit and something that you wouldn't normally do so then you read it and then you guys come together you eat and you drink I like that part I love that part that part's the, the best basically drinking and then you get to discuss the book. And there's sometimes some things that you don't realize happen in the book. And they're telling you like, yeah, or I seen it in this perspective or whatever the case may be. And you get to hear, not you, you get to hear everybody's opinions on it. And it could be totally different from your own or you could take out something completely different from somebody else. But that's why I like book clubs a lot. Um... Let me see what else. Book clubs that, I mean, books that I like reading. Well, my main author that I like reading is James Patterson. He has a series of books. He has so many books um, that he's even co-written with other people. He has books for children. Um, reading is very fundamental. Number one, it enhances your vocabulary. There's words that you don't even know that you know. And you have to, like, look it up and find out what it means. And then when you get together with somebody else the next time, you can use that word and be like, yeah, like, contemplating or whatever the case, whatever word you're using. You get to say it and look and feel smarter because you read it off of a book. See, it depends on my mood, what kind of book. And I think that's the way I think I haven't really done a book club because it really depends on my mood because sometimes I'm like, All right, I just want something – you know, not a date. so I'm not gonna read something that could be compassed for reality, like I'll read fantasy or sci fi. Or if I'm feeling like, all right, I want to get in touch with my inner child, but I don't feel like reading a fairy tale, I'll do like a fairy tale retelling. Or, I mean, I can never do 
a historical book. I don't think I can. But, yeah. um, you know, it def I'm definitely like, oh, okay, let's see what kind of mood I'm in or what piques my interest or catches my attention. Yeah, it has to be something that catches your interest. If not, you're definitely not going to um, get into a book. I think if you have children, you definitely should have them at least sit down and read for 20 minutes um, a day just because they need it. They need it for comprehension. They need it to see um, past the black and white, gray, the gray area and things. My older son, he hated reading. And every day I would make him, whether he liked it or not, read for 20 minutes. And now he's a senior and he loves reading. I mean, he just reads, reads like he's constantly always reading something, whether it can be anime, um, fictional, whatever. He loves reading. And it's made him become a smart ass. But, I mean, it's a smart ass in a good way. Do your kids like reading? Yeah. I, our fa their favorite store for books right now is Second and Charles. So yes. we we'll go to Second and Charles every so often, yes, so that they can pick <laughs> up books and everything. Because I love Second and Charles. You can buy you used books because sometimes, you know, they only get it once or twice and then that's it. It's just sitting there. And yeah. we do sometimes, like, where they read a series and I'll read the same series as well so that we can talk about it or whatever. Like, um... Right now, Tony, no, I'm like, Amy's reading the Divergent series, but I read that years ago. So I'm like, I know I've read it, so she'll talk to me. I'm like, all right, I need to recap, refresh my memory, because it's been years. But um, she read the Cinder series a little bit after I did a while ago, and she loved it. I had to go buy the whole series for her, because she loved it. So we try to do little oh, things good. like that when reading. I definitely like second and charles i you were the one who actually recommended that place to me and we go there um it says have you ever heard of the pomodora technique for studying i have not can you please uh, let us know what that is that's different but yeah, i love second and charles oh wendy you're breaking up there we couldn't hear you for a moment Oh, I was saying I love Second and Charles. The kids love that store, too. Like, it's one of their favorites. I think everyone should always go check it out. Nothing against Barnes & Nobles, because, yeah. you know, every now and then. Well, I mean, if you can get it at Second and Charles, why go to Barnes & Nobles and pay so much money to get the same book there? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Um. Did you know that while we wait to find out what the Pomodoro technique is. Did you know that half of the movies, well, no, not even half, mostly all the movies come from books. And they're books that a lot of people didn't know about. And then they make the movie, they fall in love with the movie, and now they want to go and get the book. So everything comes from a book. And sometimes the book is even better than what the movie is because books go into more detail. You get to imagine how the main character is, how the supporting character is. And then when you um, watch the movie, you're like, that's not how I pictured him at all. What I don't like, too, is because there's so much details you get from the book 
the movies don't have that time, so they'll cut stuff out. So you could be like missing key parts. Well, maybe not key parts, but they the movies always tweak something, and sometimes that's a little bit frustrating. I'm I'm sorry, I'm over here. I'm that's fine. Okay, it's used for twenty to twenty five minutes with a break in the middle for five or ten minutes. Huh. Okay. Okay, so while um, he was writing it, I was also looking it up on Google. So it says, decide what you want to accomplish and estimate how long you will study for, or I guess read for. Then break your work into Pomodoros. Set a timer for 25 minutes and start studying. Minimize your distractions during the interval. After 25 minutes, take a short five to 10 minute break and then repeat again. That makes sense, so that it's not dragging, and because they say the human um, attention span is only ideal for thirty minutes. After that, we're not that's we can't give our full attention. So it does make sense to have the break so that you can come back and give it your full attention again. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for letting us know about that. It's, I mean, those who are watching and us here is it's something that we can definitely um, maybe want to adapt in studying and in reading. But not just that, you could probably apply it to any, like, um, anything you have to do that's going to be time consuming. Now, see, I'm the type of person, if I get into a book, I will keep going and it's nonstop and nonstop. And sometimes it'll be like two o'clock in the morning and I'll be like, shit, I've got to get up at five. I got to go to the gym and it's two o'clock in the morning and I'm still listening. I Sometimes I can get through a whole book in 24 hours. I can too. I can read a book in a day. If I'm yeah. really into it, I've definitely done it. Yeah. Like, I finished that series. I started it this week, and I finished it this week. The whole series? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. I have to laugh because it's like, do we have a life? No. Let me be a no lady. Don't freaking judge me. Yeah. I mean, I don't care. I get the excitement from reading the book. It is what it is. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. No, there isn't. And then, and if you're on vacation while you're sitting next to the beach or the pool or whatever, you can read a nice book. Or if you're at a lake house, I know one of the pictures. Or even if you're in the tub, you can just sit down, relax, read the book. And just, it's a very calming thing to do. See, like when I have flights and stuff, because you know how you're waiting before you can get on the plane and to board the plane and stuff, I usually have a book, two books, because I know I can go through a book real quickly. And then I usually have like a Sudoku or crossword puzzle to like go in between so that I don't finish two books and be screwed on my vacation. Yeah. <laughs> or have to steal one from the lobby at the hotel. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say where I've done it, but I've done that. I read a whole book and was like, shit, I don't have nothing to go back. And instead of just buying one, I was like, really, no one's gonna miss this book snatch. No, or I've also left the one that I read and I've taken theirs, so it's kind of an even exchange. Yeah, well, I like because you're starting to see that a lot more. Like, I've been to a couple of coffee shops where they're like, take a book, leave a book, or you know, yeah. if you're there, you can read the book. Like, you start in other cities, subways, bus stations, they're starting to do the same too. Um, my son's asthma and allergy specialist they have an area in their waiting room where it's, there's a sign that says, take a book, leave a book. So that See, you can I love actually shows. do that. 
Yeah. All right. We've got it. It's been 20 minutes. We've got to move on to our next segment. But just remember, if you have any book recommendations for us or any other techniques that'll help us or help our viewers with having their kids read or having them want to get into reading because it's relaxing, it's stress-free, it um, relieves tension. And if you just want to learn a little bit of you time, how to give yourself some you time, let us know. Send us an inbox. We can inbox you back. A lot of you know that we do inbox back. And we can help you out with some recommendations and techniques. Oh, and if you have any books that you think we might be interested, definitely suggest them. I know I'll look at it and see if it's something I would pick up or not. Yeah, definitely. Okay, the second topic is adoption. Yes. Yes. That one, I'm not going to lie, I'm a bit start? surprised that was submitted as a topic huh? at first. I was like, wow. I was a bit surprised when I saw adoption process as a topic. Because that's um, not something yeah. most people talk about. So I'm like, I I'm gonna, wish the, the picking, when you um, did the picking of, uh, of the topics live, I saw that um, one of our, you know, viewers and our friends, uh, Shelby, she went into a little bit of how she considered adoption um, when she was um, many, many years ago. Not many, many years. That's not how I meant it. Me you know, when the process was probably way worse than what it is right now. Um, yeah. Back in the day, she had explained that in order for you to want to adopt or be able to even get into the line to be able to be considered to adopt, you had to get rid of the mentality of wanting to be pregnant naturally on your own. That shocked me. Yeah. Um, well, um, because... while ago. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Like, I know the adoption process. No, you go ahead. <laughs> the, the adoption process has... here is. <laughs> It's so different. But yeah, I know the adoption process has changed throughout the years and it might have gotten easier, it might have not, especially with all the crazies out there. I hope not. But um I feel like it is an interesting topic to choose for today too, especially with like the abortion ban in Texas. Cause like that's one of the arguments always saying, like, oh, you can put your kid up for adoption, but you don't really hear about the traumas that the adoptees go through their whole life. And when I like, I was listening to some stuff from people that were adopted, and it just like blew my mind. Like I would have never thought that way or looked at it that way. Adopted, like, would I? But it was interesting. Oh, oh no! You're breaking up again, Wendy. No. Yes. You're totally Damn it. pixelated. Ugh, I don't know why. <laughs> and and all, we, all we hear is you talking like a robot. It's, it's kind of funny on this side. <laughs> um, right, but see. to me, it's, I mean, the process alone with so many, I get it. And I get it. I understand why the process is grueling for some people or not even for some people, for just the whole process. When there's so many children that need home, want to be placed, um, need 
family to love them, to really want to love them. But, and I understand why the process is so grueling. You have to make sure they're going into a loving home because we do hear all these stories of people who have adopted kids and treat them horribly, abuse them in ways that we couldn't even explain. And my thing is, if you didn't even want them to love, you shouldn't even have adopted them in the first place because now you're just ruining the chances of a loving family wanting children. That's true. It is. And that's the thing too, like you can't ever fully know the parent. They're, they're going to put on a mask and they're, you're only going to see what they show you. Yeah, you can comb, yeah. comb, comb through their bank accounts, go do home checks and stuff like that, but you never know the monsters that are living within. Or not even that. They ask for recommendations. Of course, people are going to give the people that are only going to speak well about them, not the people who are going to speak like the truth when you're doing that process. Because when I was looking at it, it's, um, they have to go through like a pre-stage, which is, it's exploration. They get advised on the adoption process, excuse me, how it goes, what you're looking at. Then it's initial check and registration. Then it's training and assessment because these people have to go through certain training and assessments for it. Um, then you have to be matched with the right child. I don't know what that means. To me, if you're looking to adopt, you shouldn't have to be matched with any child. You should love any child that comes to you. But that's just me in general. I guess there are some people that want to be very selective in what and who they're bringing into their home to call family. Well, a lot, some people are like, oh, I want, you know, a, ch a child that'll look like it's part of our family because they don't have an intention of telling the kid that they're being adopted. So you're not going to be, for example, yeah. a white mom with a Chinese kid and the husband's black or whatever. How do you explain your origins? So like some of that stuff plays in. Some couples have preference or we want them to be a baby because they don't want to know what I, well, blows my mind is how expensive the process is to adopt a child. Yeah. Like, this is why people um, go adopt children from other countries, because it's cheaper than to adopt a child in the U.S. Yeah, so I was looking at how much a typical adoption costs, and it is, huh, it's anywhere from, like, Twenty to twenty-five thousand dollars. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where you get that fee from. Like, Actually, what does it entail? Like, how? Where? Where do you get that fee to be able to adopt a child? You need to have twenty to twenty-five thousand dollars. It can and be the paperwork. You print that out. You print that out. That's ink. Office Depot Staple sells that. Okay. You have to pay somebody to process it. Okay. I don't think they're making $20,000 off of that one child. And not only that, now you're limiting how many children can be adopted because there's certain people that want to be parents, but they don't have the money to pay for that. I agree with you there. I think it's ridiculous. Like with all the kids that we have in foster homes and adoption orphans homes and stuff like that, orphanages, why is it so expensive? 
if you think you want to find a loving home, you can't afford the price. You let the kids sit there? Like, logic yeah, in that. Basically, they were saying the amount includes both departmental and legal fees. Still doesn't explain to me how much it costs, how much it would equal to $20,000, $25,000. But non-government organizations that offer local adoption services set their own fees. So basically, you're just setting a fee. So if it's like a local organization, they can set whatever fee they want and just name it whatever they want. So if I wanted to pop out a baby and start my own organization for someone to come adopt, I can be like, I for this baby. Like, it's not that hard to start no. an organization. Now, see, that's funny because you actually wouldn't be able to do that. You would not be able to have a baby and adopt it out yourself for money. I know, but the, if it's the government, they can. Don't you like how oh, the, the rules never can, apply? Yeah. yeah. And, and that's where I understand where people go overseas to... Look, it says child trafficking would be easier if it was cheaper to adopt. I mean, I get it. But kids are getting snatched up all the time, and they're not being up for adoption either. That's true. I mean, I feel like you should still do your diligence and check on the people who are adopting, but it shouldn't cost that much. Like, you still should still do background checks, family check, um, work check friends, family, distant family. I still feel like they should do all of those, all of that process. But I can, okay, I get it. I can see it being like ten to $12,000 because now you got to pay people, you got to run it, you got to pay for the background checks, you have to pay for everything. I, I can see, but 20 to 25, they're making a profit off of the adoption process. They are. And then they're like, you can't abort. They uh, Put your kid up for adoption so that we can give it to someone and make some money off of it. I mean, that's my, my opinion. In my opinion, I feel like you should still, like the government should still do what they need to do to make sure that the child is going into good hands, protective hands, a loving home but the price shouldn't be that much. It shouldn't. It makes it hard yeah. for people who want to have a child. And if you think about it, if it's that expensive and people can't adopt it, the government has to sell out the money anyway, you know, to provide for the child, give it a roof over its head, all that stuff. If you if you make it a little bit, a little bit cheaper, maybe parents will adopt it and you won't be spending so much money for, you know, to put a house over them or whatever. Now, I don't know if um, there are, the t as I was doing the research on it, because um, we all know I love Googling stuff and finding information on the topics, but there's four different types of adoptions that you can, you can do. Foster care is considered a type of adoption because you're actually having the child with you for a certain amount of time. You, do, you actually get paid to foster children. So the child is in your care and you're taking care of him, but you're actually getting paid to take care of that child through the government system. 
And that's where it gets um, messed up. They get though. medical. That's where what? I'm sorry. You you got pixelated again for a, a moment. I said that's where I think it's messed up because now people will foster children so that they can get paid and the kids really don't see the money. The foster parents keep it. Not in all cases, but there are plenty of cases where you hear the foster parents abuse the foster child because they only took the kid right. for the money. Yeah, and it's just... um someone says yeah everything is a business nowadays instead of putting the greater good first and i honestly believe that even finding children's home a home has now became a business and it, it it all has to do with money 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 if there's no money and you could be the best parent you ain't getting a child basically and, and that's, that's sad it is so um the other is foster to adopt it's it's considered um part of the adoption so it's basically i'm gonna take this child in i'm gonna care for it i'm gonna see how it does in our family and then eventually i want to adopt it and have it become um our own i am not i'm not against that one i actually um I'm not against any of these, actually. I don't know why I said that. That was kind of dumb for me to say. But I'm like, that one's pretty good. You can foster the child to adopt him. I mean, if you're not going to foster to adopt, why? Like, if you don't plan on staying with that child forever and you're great parents, you're just misleading the child. The child gets a glimpse of a little bit of happiness and you're going to take that away from them. Well, sometimes foster kids are put in the system because the parents are going to come back for them once they clean up their act. Not all the time is it like they're permanently taken away from their parent. I get that. But are they really going to clean up their act? There are some parents that do. Like, not all, but there are some parents there. Are, you can't doubt them all, but there are some that get like some rude awakening or, and they're like, all right, I need to get my shit together. I mean, that's true. Or it could be that the parent found, I mean, the parent found themselves in an unfortunate situation, lost their job, lost their home. They don't have a home for their child. They're looking for a job. And now the child, the school finds out about it and the child gets placed in foster care. And so the parent can basically get on their feet. I get it. Um, or if a family member is going through legal courts for yeah. custody and stuff, they'll be in foster too sometimes. That's true. Then there's infant adoption. See, that's the one that I would go for. Like, I would want a child from an infant to just be raised with us until old. I mean, I'm sure that's what everybody would go for if they could. An infant adoption. Yeah, that's the one that they usually don't have a problem getting parents for no. it's when the kids are older that parents are about adopting um and then there is independent or private adoption i'm pretty sure those cost a lot more because those are the people that are like you're paying you're paying like a shitload of money to get a child and they're gonna give you um 
<laughs> um, they're gonna give you exactly what you're looking for. Well, I think that also can be like you know where you meet people where they're like, hey, my sister is really my daughter, but my mom adopted her and raised her. That might be considered also as a private adoption. Oh yes, yeah, you're right, you're right. And I did see the um the that meme. I guess she had adopted her brother, was it? And they're like the best of friends now. Yeah. And then international adoption, which we discussed that a little bit. And it seems like the majority of people are doing that because it's the not the easiest and it's cheaper, but it's more economical. Yeah. Um not me. I've always said, just go find yourself a crackhead, have a baby with her, and just take the baby. That's what I said. Um, but I mean, I guess that's... Bad, I guess. <laughs> well, I most of not doing crack while she's pregnant. I hope so. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, maybe not so much of a crackhead. Just find yourself a crazy girl who, you Isn't know. that... Well, I'm pretty sure if you ask men, they'll be like, that's most of the female population. Yeah, I guess so. Not me. Or find yourself like a crazy... No, you don't want to find yourself a crazy guy to help get you pregnant. But, I mean... But then the majority of population is men that are just crazy. And then you get yourself a crazy baby daddy. No, but I mean, I just wish uh, we only have like a minute or so left on this topic. I just wish the adoption process was a little bit more, not, not easier. I want them to keep, I would want them to keep the same processes that they had. I just wish the money for it wouldn't be so much. There would, there wouldn't be so many great people who didn't have children to raise. Yeah, especially when endometriosis and stuff like that that are making it difficult for women to get pregnant. Right. Okay. Now, oh, I see the time. Are you ready for this one, guys? Because this is the topic <laughs> that all of you guys have been showing the most interest in. And I don't know if it's actually you. I'm starting to question you guys. On They're all perverts. What? Yes. Our viewers. I don't know. I think we need to change the name of this show because we've got some perverted viewers. And what are we going to change it to? I don't know. We would have to find something erotic to change it to because you guys have been waiting for this topic. And this topic is injuries sustained during sex. Now, you guys like to talk about it or you like to hear us talk about it, but we need your feedback. We want to hear your stories. And listen, if you're next to your significant other and it didn't happen with that person, that's in the past. We still want to know about it. We still need to hear what happened. We need to know why you broke your elbow. How far did that hand go? What did you do? Okay, so believe it or not, there are many, many, many injuries in the United States reported from having sex. 
Well, you know what? I read like the average is about eleven thousand a year, and I feel like that number is low. I think not enough people are going. They're probably getting hurt and just fucking like I'm a man up because I'm not gonna tell the nurse that. You know, I got this dildo stuck up my ass because I plugged it to the wall, X, Y, and Z, whatever. Okay, now wait a minute. One of the one of the memes that was put on there, okay, yeah. was she choked on a condom and she, she was. I was going to the one night stand. Well, she must have not held the bottom of the condom down while she. So, bobbed her head. She must have just like not okay, had her hand on it. Why would you even? Well, maybe one night stand. Do that on rubber. Maybe it was a flavored condom, and she liked how it tasted. Uh -huh, it says, "Why can't I remove the anal plug? Why is it stuck?" Let me just say that grip on that butthole must be amazing. Or, <laughs> or you need to learn. You need to learn how to relax, so the muscle can relax and open. I do recall reading a while ago about the person that had to go to the ER because they had to help remove it from their butt because they stuck it all the way up in there and couldn't get it back out. I, I don't know. Let me tell you what, though. I'm going to be real honest right now. There is no way in hell I am going to the emergency room if something like that would happen. I'd be like, no, go get a headlight, bring a table, and we're about to do some surgery because you ain't letting me leave from here without getting that thing off, and I'm not going to the hospital. And that's not on my record because that record is for life. So find yourself, um, what are those long tweezers called or something like that? They're not tweezers, huh? Forceps. Forceps, no, I'm talking about male, male like instruments, male tools. They're long, they're like, they're like tweezers. Oh. They look like tweezers, but you could go like, I don't care, whatever they're called. Go get that because we're about to, we're about to play some Grey's Anatomy today. Oh, you know what I don't understand how people are the glass like anal plug or glass dildos? Why? Why? Like what if that shit showers in you? <laughs> They're tongues. Tongues. No, that's actually the medical term for it. I don't know what the male t male tool is. I dehydrated two chicks. They had to go to the hospital and get IV. Like, what happened? Did they pass out? Did they get dizzy? Did you take them? Did you stay with them? Or did you just kind of leave them at the ER door and left and booked it? So that must have been like a marathon that they got dehydrated. Why didn't you bring water bottles? No. And here's my thing. It says, you're saying two chicks. Was this at the same time?
call 911 or you drop them off? Inquiring minds want to know. Well, while we're waiting for the response, while we're waiting for the response, let's go to back to Tuesday when you actually did the drawing live. Um, you not at the same time. Okay. All right. We got that. Okay. Down. We need to know, were you a gentleman and stayed or did you leave them at the ER door and booked it? <laughs> <laughs> now, okay. So we were talking, um, and not that we were talking, when you did the live viewing, oh, Wendy, yeah. you're, you're getting pixelated again. Um, ooh, I, I'm going to say this one next. Oh, I can't wait. That one, I just saw hip broken. That's really good. Anyway, so the person that you, that you had um, as, popped up as a guest who wanted to join, she stated that during one time she, she broke her tooth. <laughs> yes, she did. She broke her tooth. So that must have been like slam, slam, cock. Like, and she found the piece and took it to the dentist. And they put it back on. That's, um, she's a trooper. Because I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I would have gone to, I would have put some super glue and be like, and put it back on myself. It is what it is. Or I would have found some plaster or something. Because I don't think, um, you ever want to talk about the stuff that happens while you're closed. Oh no, we're losing her. Um, I don't think you ever want to talk about the stuff that happens when there's like a tragedy. Oh no. Anyway, so the next one states, I know the one dude who broke the girl's hip and she stopped him so she could put her hip back in place. Then she said, let's keep going. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Did she break her hip or did she dislocate it? Because if she dislocated, she, she could put it back in herself. But let me tell you what. That hurts like a son of a gun. Have you ever had like a shoulder popped out of place or um, a wrist popped out of place? To have to put those. Oh, she's back. Let's see. Let's hope that's better. I'm sorry, guys. I'm all up in your face. But. Mm. Why can't I get this? My fat finger. I'm trying. It doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't want, it didn't want to let me. Anyway, she'll join now. Oh, snap, you can see the top of my head. Anyway. Um, yeah, dislocated. Okay, so e even at that, Hi, you're back and we can see you. So Hi. We were just talking about a comment. As um, I know the one about the dislocated hip. Yes, that's some trooper status. You had to been like, all right, let's go back. That that must have been great. Let's continue. That must no, that's not great. That I would be totally like, have you ever put something back well, into place? It goes. So, but my question is, did she continue or did she just like, all right, I'm done? Yes. She put her hip back in place. Then she said, let's keep going. 
that's what I'm saying. The sex must have been great for her to be like, all right, let's keep going instead of being like, all right, you know what? This shit hurt. Let me get her like, let me get her either. They must have had so much fun. It had to be so great or they were so into it to be able to dislocate a hip. Because I'd be like, no, 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 time out, break, break. Because that's, that is bad. Now, let's get back to um, when we did the drawing. Not the yes, drawing. Yes, and the, the broken tooth. You did mention a story yourself of yours. So, uh, <laughs> it wasn't very fun. Well, it was, but it wasn't. <laughs> so, you know when you go to the hotels and they have, like, the two beds in the room sometimes? Mm -hmm. My aunt's like, all right, we'll put them together. So, we put them together. Instead of, like, I don't know what I was thinking. I laid, like, across both beds. And, you know... With each thrust, the bed got further out. Did you just say that? Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. And then at one point, it was completely apart. It was just kind of like, bang. So were you like like this in between the beds? Because my I was trying to hold it together, but I didn't want to stop. I, I don't think my body would fold. Could like physically fold like a pretzel no said, not yet she said i'll put my hip back into place when i dip you dip we dip <laughs> she was probably doing that did you ever see i don't know if you guys remember the show a thousand ways to die there was an episode on there i do remember where the guy died in the in the middle of sex he died because what happened was, when he was with his wife, his wife gave him Viagra and the food, and he didn't know. He ate, wait, he ate it, whatever. Fucked her, went to his mistress, she slipped some Viagra in his drink or whatever. <laughs> and then right before they got into it, he popped the Viagra as well. So in the middle of fucking her, I guess as he was coming, he had like a heart attack and died. He came and went. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have an asthma attack. <laughs> he literally did. But my thing is, damn, that's pretty sad that she knew he needed a Viagra. The mistress knew he needed one, and he did. But I mean, what a way to go! Yeah, they said it. What they said they don't think it was painful. I guess it probably was pleasurable. You died as you were coming, so. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Come on, guys. So you got any stories? I actually don't. I have no stories of being sustained during injury. I mean, injuries sustained. I have nothing. I mean, the one time a cuadro almost landed on my head, like, it almost came down if it wasn't that it was caught. But, I mean, that nothing happened. I'm not – I have no good stories to tell. Ooh. What about our viewers? Any of you oh, have any – Someone says, I have. I have. We want to hear. We want to discuss this. We want to talk about the injuries that nobody else would talk about. We want to talk about them. This is a judgment-free zone. And if you have a partner that's sitting, standing next to you, and it wasn't with you, come on. He's obviously, or she's obviously sitting next to you. The past is the past, and we want to laugh about some funny stuff. Let's talk about it. 
Come on. You said you have. We want to hear one. Did you read the one that was posted today about... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Comment, copy off guard. <laughs> Wait. Okay. So, all right. Keep going. We want to hear. We want to hear. Literally stuck. So, I mean, did you unstuck it? I don't even know if that's a word. Did you unstuck it by yourself? Somebody unstuck it for you? What did you do? How did you get out of that situation? But yeah, Hi. while we wait for her little fingers to tight, um, yeah, I really don't have any, I didn't sustain, I have never really sustained any injuries. Yeah. <sighs> Veterans don't sustain injuries. Not I'm even kidding. like a pool groin, <laughs> back kidding. pain. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm probably like, the worst thing that ever happened was probably like a bruised uterus or something like that, which is painful. Um, you don't really go to the hospital or anything for it. You just got to wait for it to die out on its own. But that's mm. about it. Let's see. We tried something new, and it was my first time, and I got nervous. See, that's, that's the problem. You get nervous, and everything just tightens. So when it tightens, it doesn't release, and you're not able to get out what you got in. Because, you know, the law of theory is whatever goes in must come out the same way it went in. However, if everything tightens, there's no way it's, you're relaxed enough to allow it to flow out nicely. So you know what also happens, too? People get in their own head, when, especially when they're trying new stuff, so they never fully relax. Yeah. So liquid courage is always your friends and lube. Yeah. Lots of lube. So we had sex and I tried different positions to get it out. No. Nope. Wait. Are you saying something? Because I'm not hearing you. Oh, you're not? No. Oh, okay, cool. All right. So I got nervous after it got stuck. It was like my ass sucked it in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But... Now, let me tell you what. If you have a huge ass, it's going to suck it in. Their best bet was when that happens, because it's going to naturally happen. Number one, you don't, you don't know what to expect. You don't know what you're going to feel. You want, you know, the different stuff. Um, but the one thing is when you go in, you have to go in totally relaxed. So you sound like an anal professional. I should be, right? I should be like um, a therapist or something like that. You do this often? What? Anal. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> if you only knew, a truck may go out, but not a pin will go in. <laughs> um... So it says you try, try different positions to get it out. So by trying different positions, were you able to get it out? Did that work or did something complete? Did you have to do something completely different? <clears throat> or did it? Oh, look. She, and she had liquid courage. Huh. But you know what? When you're trying something new and it's something different and it's somewhere where, you know, normally something isn't supposed to be. Um, 
no matter how much alcohol you in it, you have in it, it's gonna, it's you're gonna like come out of it. It's like you know when you're you're dead drunk, but now you're in front of a cop or whatever, and you're like, yes, officer. you sober up, yeah, or your mom or something, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I had to squat that out. Mm. <laughs> Well, they say that when you're doing, or if you're going to do anything anal, especially for females, um, if it's their first time, a lot of clitoral stimulation to get them, to help them relax so they don't clench as much. Nice. Now, my question is, I hear a lot of the girls, but have any of you guys sustained any injuries while, while having sex? So let me tell you what. Anyway, now, he didn't sustain an injury, but he almost died because he couldn't breathe. So in the middle of, he, he had to stop and be like, I can't breathe no more. I was like, what? Are you kidding me? You can't, you can't breathe? And he cut it. I felt so bad. I was like, really? Was he having like an asthma attack or like? No asthma. Just shortness of breath? Was he out of shape? I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to help. Maybe you should run some track. <laughs> Build those. <laughs> Build those lungs. I was like, oh, hell no. This is, are you kidding me? I almost killed the man because he stopped breathing. You I'm know, there has been cases of people that have died because they're with a bigger person and they cut off their butt, um, like, oxygen supply. Like, you know how people have those, some people have fetishes with really, really big women? Mm -hmm. Well, I do recall years back, I guess the girl was riding him and 69 position or whatever and didn't realize he wasn't breathing anymore. He didn't top out? Like, okay, okay. He was a fucking trooper. He's like, you're going to get yours. It's like, I don't At know. What point did she not just get up and, like, twerk a little bit so he could breathe? I don't know. She was, like, at least triple his size. Oh, no, no, no. Well, no, see, here, here, we cannot take this from our viewers. We cannot have males saying no comment. We need to know. We want to talk about it. Maybe there's another male that, you know, sustained an injury and is like, not until another man says something will I say something. We want to know that they're anyways, not like, it's all normal. They're like, I don't want to talk about how I lost the testicle or how my penis is bent now. Guess what, guys? Guess what? Well, here she says, well, we run out of time, but she says his dick hurt during my anal scare. I'm sure, number one, he probably had he great probably pleasure. Had he probably had great pleasure, and then he probably had great scare at the same time. So it was like, well, but my booty hurt after. I'm sure it did. I'm, but now here's my next question, and I do want you to either send us an inbox or write it here. Have you ever retried it again? from your scare and getting hurt and your injury, have you tried it again? And do, do you know better now for the next time? Hmm. That's a very good question. Because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of things that, um, not speaking from experience, nope. Oh, damn. Now, there, from a lot of experience, was uncomfortable and maybe hurt a little bit. But then as you kept going, 
it became a little bit more relaxing, more trying. You were able to announce you're doing it. Maybe, maybe it's something you want to retry again now that you know. Oh, she says she wants to try again. There you go. And I suggest, well, I don't suggest because I'm not a therapist. Don't listen to me and then come back and try to sue me for it. Because I'm not, it's totally my opinion. And we stated that. In the it's okay. Day. She's working on her degree to be a sex therapist. But I definitely think you should try it again. Now you know a little bit better. And prepare yourself. Oh, she needs a professional. Oh. <laughs> Wait. We might need to change our name to, like, something that rhymes with Tinder. <laughs> Wait, are we going to become, like, a matchmaking site? I don't know. For hookups? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in with us. Remember on Monday to send us your topics. We want to pick them on Tuesday. That way um, we can discuss them with you. We're an open book, a judgment-free zone. And thanks for bearing yeah, with us. Wendy, thank you. You're welcome. Bye, guys. I guess we'll be this same format next week, too, though, right? We'll continue this format next week. All righty. Until next week, guys. Bye. Oh, I've got to turn it off. <laughs> no, I'm still live. Yeah, I'm still live.